Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on the 1st of July. Yes, we are halfway through the year um, already. Wow, what has imagine what has happened so far? Let's see what's going to happen in the second half of the year, eh, folks? Um, anyway, uh, today, route to missed, f- miss first test. Um, All Blacks, um, great Dan Carter to play club rugby. Wow. Um, America's Cup boats on the water and uh, um, Kiwi cyclists taking part in the Tour de France in Southland. So yes, all of that on today's um, morning sports briefing uh, to make sure that you start your day the best way up to speed with all the important sports news. Um, And uh, let's crack on um, immediately and let's talk about the uh, basketball to start off with today. Um, We had two games last night. The Taranaki Mountaineers lost to the Auckland Huskies, 93-109. That is the Auckland Huskies' first ever win. As you can see, Ashwin, uh, for those of you who are watching rather than listening, Ashwin is going wild in his seat this morning for that, that victory. Um, Taranaki um, Mountaineers now come off the back of two losses um, after having been after having winning their opening two games. Um, so, yes, been a bit of a roller coaster for them. And the same thing has happened to the Nelson Giants. Uh, Nelson Giants won last uh, on Monday night against the Manawa Two Jets, their first win of the season. But then they've come up short against the Franklin Bulls, and that finished 69-75, a re- relatively low scoring affair. So Franklin Bulls get um, their second win. So both the uh, Auckland teams do well um, last night. That means that um, the uh, the Rams. Oops, I need to refresh my. Uh, table um but the country the country rams still sit um top of the uh of the table with three wins undefeated the otago nuggets are the other undefeated team with two having won both their games um and then uh, the uh, taranaki mountaineers have been caught up by the franklin balls both on two two looking at tonight um though the uh, taranaki mountaineers have to back up and play again against the undefeated otago nuggets and the manu two jets will be taking on the table toppers, the uh, Canterbury Rams. 
I'm going to hand you over to Ashwin now. He's going to take us through uh, the root and branch review of the cricket. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our viewers and listeners out there on the interweb. And yes, as mentioned, Joe Root to miss the first test. It's official. Joe Root will miss that first test against the West Indies to be at the birth of his second child, which means, as reported yesterday, Kiwi Ben Stokes will take over as captain of the England side. Josh Butler moves into the vice-captain's role. Root will leave today to be with his wife and will have to observe a seven-day isolation at home before re rejoining the team ahead of the second test, which will begin on the 13th of July. Also in cricket news regarding the UK, well, it's all most of it is today, actually, Pakistan touring party to the UK is set to get a boost. Six players have now returned to consecutive successive successful COVID-19 negative results. Oh, that's a bit of a mouthful. And are eligible to return to the squad and join the initial 20 that are in Worcester. Fakhar Zaman, Mohammed Hussein, Mohammed Hafiz, Mohammed Rizwan, Shadab Khan and Wahab Riaz will be the players that will be winging their way to the UK. Meanwhile, Kashif Bhatti, ha Harris Ralph, Hadir Ali and Imran Khan, not the old one, this is the younger version, have tested positive and are in isolation and they will be tested again in a few days. Moving to Australia and the three ODI series between Australia and Zimbabwe, scheduled to be held in August in Northern Australia, has indefinitely been postponed, which means it probably won't go ahead. Quarantine periods and costly biosecurity measures mean that the week-long series had always been considered unlikely to go ahead. Cricket Australia remained committed to hosting India this summer with the lucrative four-test series. And the key word there is lucrative, which means lots of money for Cricket Australia. Whilst it remains unclear the situation of the T20 World Cup. Clarity on the T20 World Cup decision is expected in July. But we've heard that before, haven't we? And then back to the UK... The, the call to bring back community cricket is getting louder. Community cricketers in the UK are getting more vocal around being allowed to play. Professor Carl Hitch, Hitch, Hinnigan, sorry, Professor Carl Hinnigan, a leading clinical epidemiologist, says there is no science to support the current resistance to cricket's return. Professor Hinnigan, director at Oxford University's Centre of Evidence-Based Medicine, says there's no science to support Boris Johnson's current resistance to easing restrictions on the sport and dismisses the claim that the cricket ball is a vector for the disease. Now, basically, he's saying that any disease that would make it onto the ball would have a short lifespan because of the UV rays from the sun killing it. Now, he's an epidemiologist, so we'll just leave it with him there. And that today, Paul, is our cricket news. Um, yes, absolutely. Um Interesting one. Anyway, we'll, yes, I will not dive down that hole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is like, one epidemiologist will say one thing, and one, and, and they're all experts. Let's remember, another epidemiologist will say absolutely the opposite. But they're all epidemiologists, so how can you argue with them, right? Well, either either side, either side. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, we will hand you, move on to uh, to birthdays rather rather swiftly. Thank you, Paul. Good morning, everybody. In birthdays today, a name synonymous with yacht racing, a New Zealand Rugby Player of the Year, and finally, one of the best Rugby Sevens playmakers in the world, Tyler Nathan Wong, born this day 
The 1st of July 1994 is a New Zealand Rugby Sevens and Touch player. She made her debut for the New Zealand Women's Sevens team in 2012 at the age of 18 and was the youngest player to be selected at the time. She is of Chinese, European and Māori descent and affiliates to Ngāpui Iwi. In 2013, she won the Junior Māori Sportsman of the Year Award and was the finalist for the same award in 2014. Nathan Wong was selected for the Women's Sevens team to the 2016 Summer Olympics. In 2019, Wong was nominated as a World Rugby Women's Sevens Player of the Year, having completed the season as the top goal kicker in the tournament. Moving on, Kendra Coxedge, born this day, the 1st of July 1988, is a New Zealand Rugby Union and Cricket representative. She plays for the New Zealand Women's National Rugby Team, the Black Ferns, and for Canterbury Provincially. She was a member of the 2010 and 2017 Women's Rugby World Cup winning squads. In 2018, she won the Calvin R. Tremaine Memorial Player Award for the annual New Zealand Rugby Award. A big effort indeed. Coxedge has racked up 54 appearances for Canterbury, along with 29 appearances for the Black Ferns since 2007. Finally, Grant Dalton, OBE, born this day, the 1st of July 1957, is a New Zealand sailor who has competed in five Whitbread around the world yacht races and currently manages Team New Zealand. Dalton started sailing at the age of eight in the P-Class and soon started racing as a member of the Maraitai Sailing Club. He was appointed an Officer of the Order of British Empire in 1995, New Zealand Honours for Services to Yachting. He was shortlisted in 2001 by the International Sailing Federation for ISAF World Sailor of the Year Award. His other passion away from sailing is motor racing. As an avid F1 fan with Life with Emirates Team New Zealand more settled than around the world campaign. He can now race on the New Zealand motor racing circuit. A very talented man, Grant Dalton, and uh, having a few little issues uh, with uh, people at the minute, but we'll probably have a little bit more of that in sports news. That's all our birthdays today. I'll be back shortly with lead news. Thank you very much, Stephen. And yes, uh, there's been that spying scandal over there uh, with the America's Cup. And let's move on to the America's Cup um, where um, Team New Zealand managed to uh, get their full-size boat out on the water um, yesterday, which um, it was a great thing to see. It's returned from uh, its uh, trip to Europe, where uh, it uh, yeah, never got used, and went through several countries trying to get back. Um, also yesterday, the American boat um, uh, arrived and uh, was put in the water um, as well. So uh, it's good to see uh, two of the boats now here. Um, the uh, Italian uh, syndicate are still training and looking to stay in Italy for the summer um, for that uh, warm weather training. Uh, and uh, the English boat will be looking at some, or the English syndicate will be looking at flying their boats um, out here, as will the American second boat um, as well. And the New Zealand second boat is still under construction. Um, moving on to rugby news, and yes, uh, I expect we will be seeing a bumper crowd at Southbridge uh, this Saturday when Dan Carter um, will be pulling on the jersey. Um, he does not uh, um, play uh, for his club side very often, let's be honest. Um, and you're going to say, Wes Melton will be thinking, oh no, of all the times for him to turn up and uh, uh, have a, 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 and play, 
Um, he has to do it against us. So uh, good luck to West Melton. Uh, enjoy the day. And please don't um, damage um, Dan uh, out, out there because obviously being a blue supporter, um, we'll, we want to see him at least uh, uh, pull on the jersey um, at least uh, one more time. Uh, moving, or, or at least one time, so I should say, he's not actually pulled it on in anger yet. Um, moving on to our NRL update, I'll pass Henry back to Stephen. Thanks again, Paul. In league news this morning, Warriors team named and Stephen Kearney in a link to the Broncos. And that's where we start our league news this morning. Ex-New Zealand Warriors coach Stephen Kearney has been linked to a return to the Brisbane Broncos in an assistant coaching role less than two weeks after losing his job. Kearney was shockingly sacked by the Warriors a day after the sides around six defeat to the Rabbitohs on the 19th of June. He has been replaced by Todd Payton as the interim head coach as the Warriors begin the search for a new coach. According to the Daily Telegraph, the Broncos board is keen to bring in some coaching support for coach Anthony Seabold after the side suffered a five straight defeat over the weekend, the newspaper reports that the Broncos board wants either Kearney or Broncos great Kevin Walters to be added to the coaching team. Kearney was previously an assistant coach in Brisbane in 2013 and 2014 before becoming the head coach at the Warriors. I know Stephen is back in town, according to Seabold. He has worked for the club previously and he's got a lot of experience. He did a tremendous job Last time he was here, he is the person I would reach out for if a position was available. And that side that they play on Saturday evening has named their side. Interim Warriors head coach Todd Payton has named his team to take on the Broncos at Central Coast Stadium on a Saturday evening. David Fusitua, after a head knock, returns to the wing with Patrick Herbert shifting to centre, bumping Jared Beal to the reserves. However, skipper Roger Tuivasa-Shek will have a nervous wait after being cited for a shoulder charge on Melbourne's second row. Felici Kalfusi in the 56th loss to Melbourne Storm last Friday. Wade Egan returns from suspension at Hooker, pushing Carl Lawton to the bench. Jermaine Tonoa brown and Ignatius Pussy are both back in the run-on side with lone player Pawasa Famosili returning to the Roosters. Adam Blair moving to lock, Tohu Harris to second row, and Isaiah Papali dropping it to the reserves. Panther Jack Hetherington is on the bench after striking a lone deal with the Warriors. That full Warriors squad, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, David Fusitua, Peter Hiku, Patrick Herbert, Ken Mamalo, Cody Nikorima, Blake Green, Jermaine Tonoa-Brown, Wayne Egan, Ignatius Pussy. Jack Murchie, Tohu Harris, Adam Blair, Chanel Harris-Tavita, Jack Hetherington, Carl Lawton, Josh Curran, King Vuni Yayawa, Asaya Papali, Adam Pompey, and Gerard Beale. And uh, that's pretty much it uh, for league news. But, uh, Paul, have you got any update on uh, what happened at the uh, Tui Vasa Sheik hearing last night? Um, and, yes, we do have an update on that hearing. And... Uh... Uh, Roger has been suspended for one game, so uh, he will miss that game um, against the Broncos. Um, thank you very much, Stephen, for that update, uh, and uh, good luck to the Warriors this uh, weekend. 
Moving on then. Uh, oh, sorry. You are listening to New Zealand Sports Radio here. Don't forget you can listen to us on the go. Um, we are available as a podcast to search on New Zealand Sports Radio on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Acast, or your favourite pod catcher. Um, moving on then. And yes, um, Ella Harris, um, who rides for the um, Bookler um, uh, team uh, in the, and I've forgotten the second name of um, of her team, Bookland Katusha team. Um, that's right. Uh, who, uh, oh no, sorry, she played right for Canyon, Canyon Shram. Canyon Shram team. Um, sorry there, folks. Um, she'll be taking part in the um, Women's Tour de France um, uh, virtual race using the Zwift platform. Um, and she'll be riding from home uh, in uh, in Southland. She doesn't, uh, so the Tour de France will be taking, or the, the, the virtual Tour de France will be taking place over three weekends. Um, uh, coming up, uh, and you'll be able to watch that on um, Sky Sports. There'll be 92 men and 68 um, women across the 40 teams, and they'll be racing for charity. Um, she doesn't know yet which of the stages she'll be taking part in, uh, and there'll be a mixture of real stages, you know, including up Mont Ventoux and around the Champs-Élysées, uh, and also made-up stages as well. So um, that starts oh, this weekend on the 5th of July. Um, so uh, uh, New Zealand time. So do um, check that out uh, on the uh, Tour de France. And let's all cheer um, Ella um, along. Mercedes-Benz uh, um, have announced that they'll be changing the colour of their cars. Mercedes uh, have always raced in silver, uh, been known as the Silver Arrows since the 1930s. Um, but uh, in response to a Black Lives Matter, they'll be changing their race cars to black um, uh, to uh, uh, to make it stand against um, racism um, and discrimination. Um, their uh, driver drivers um, are fully back um, this move, um, and uh, having been speaking out about um, this uh, already, because uh, um, Hamilton is obviously one of their drivers. Um, finally, uh, the. Um, in Rugby Sevens news, New Zealand has been awarded um, the titles for both the men's and the women's HSBC World Seven Series 2020. Um, that comes after uh, the cancellation in the men's and women's side of the Langford, London, Paris, Singapore and Hong Kong um, events due to coronavirus. Um, there were... Uh, five of the eight of the eight women's rounds have been completed, and six of the ten men's rounds had been completed. Um, and so, yes, the Black Ferns uh, Sevens and the All Black Sevens are now the champions of that. There will be no relegation from the men's or the women's series this year. Um, but Japan, uh, who were leading the men's Challenger Series after um, two completed events, uh, will be. Um, uh, moved up, uh, promoted to be a 16th core team for 2021. Um, the women's series uh, hadn't actually happened. Um, it was scheduled for um, the 28th and 29th in South Africa. Um, and so no team will be promoted um, from on the women's side. Due to this, the seedings for the Tokyo Olympics will be adapted to include results from the 2021 series. Um, they say uh, to, and this is to provide 
the most robust and accurate representation of current form when the games commence in July 2021. So, um, yes, congratulations to uh, the New Zealand's Sevens teams, the Blackfern Sevens, and the All Black Sevens on their um, championships. You have now started the day the best way, up to date with all the important sports news. Join us this evening at 8pm for the standoff show, um, where I'm sure there'll be plenty of talk um, around the Warriors uh, and their issues with injuries and suspensions by the team there. So uh, do join us for that show later um, and uh, have a wonderful day, everybody. 